Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Check out Five Reasons YouTube before floor an hour before every heat game. Post up five hours as soon as the heat game ends. And content throughout the day. So make sure you hit the subscribe button so you get all of it. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. You get the latest takeaways from Brady, Hawk, and others on all the South Florida teams and the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That includes our friends over at Therapist Preferred. You're going to need to recover after this one. Get your CBD, the sports cream, the gummies, the tincture, all of it at therapistpreferred.com. 5RSN, that's the number 5RSN. That's the code for 25% off everything that they offer. Again, it's therapistpreferred.com. And now I'm in Boston. I'm letting Greg handle this one. Here's tonight's episode. Down to Biscay. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. Tonight's floor plan with me, uh, Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. Ugh. We are starting this show with 139 to go in the fourth quarter. The Miami Heat are down 100 to 82. They're going to lose game four of the Eastern Conference Finals in Boston to tie the series two to two. On to game five we go. Um, I guess I'm going to start like this. We're going to talk about what we should be concerned about and what we should not be concerned about. What, What concerned me from this game? I'll go over those things first. Jimmy Butler didn't look right physically. Um, I, I thought he didn't look aggressive. He was not hunting for mismatches. He was not hunting to get to the free throw line at all. Uh, didn't like how he looked. Didn't think PJ looked particularly good either. Uh, wasn't looking for the basket. That's concerning to me. Um, they need, I mean, it's funny to say it, but like Tyler Hero's role in all this and the way that it balances things off the bench with the scoring punch, uh, I'd be lying if I said they don't need him back. So that's another thing to watch. But really the biggest thing for me here, if we're talking about a takeaway in terms of being concerned for me, is Jimmy's health. What we're not going to be concerned about is that this is like some indictment on this team that, oh, they don't have the kind of mindset to go up there and get another one. They got the split. So let's just, Keep a little bit of perspective. Celtics won one in Miami, took the home court. Miami went up to Boston, got the home court back. They split. 
Mission accomplished overall. I know this game sucks to watch. Listen, I've watched every Miami Heat playoff game since 1991-92 when they played the Chicago Bulls and got swept. Saw their first playoff victory against the Atlanta Hawks. Saw their first game five elimination game, game seven. I've watched them all. The Hornets blow them out the gym with with uh, with Jamal Mashburn on the others. I've seen the worst of the worst every Knicks game. This was the worst half I've ever watched in Heat basketball. I get it. It sucks. But it does not mean that this series is over. Alex, what the hell do you take from this? I, I know that was a long uh, opening monologue for me here. But damn, this was a tough one to watch. How the hell did you consume this basketball tonight? I mean, I, I consumed this game miserably. I don't know that I've ever seen a first half like that from the Heat when it comes to, you know, a game as important as this with as much stakes as this, with as much expectations as this. You know, uh, the starting group, you got 7 of 36 combined shooting from them tonight after they've been such a rock-solid, extremely positive group for you, whether it's been with Kyle or Gabe as a starting point guard. They've been extremely consistent in this playoff run. And you got the complete opposite of that tonight. I think it was almost uh, unbelievable in the sense that, like, I could not have predicted this, right? Like, you know, whatever. The, the, the heat getting blown out by the Celtics is one thing. But that first half, it was just – I haven't seen, you know, a scoring drought like that from this season. Despite all the offensive concerns, like, I, that was – it was actually really weird to watch. And there's been a lot of weird swings like that throughout this uh, Heat Celtics series. So that's part of it. You know, you got to have the, the the right perspective. It's 2-2. You're going back home. It's a best of three. And two of them are, are in Miami. You would have game seven in Miami. So things are still favoring the Heat. But, yeah, the one thing you got to be concerned about is Jimmy going forward. If, if this was just a one-time thing, that's fine. Because, it, this, you know, he's really been excellent throughout this entire playoff run. And, they got a game here from him where, you know, he just did not step up at all. He ended up, what was it, 3 of 14? Yeah. So he did not look like himself at all. I haven't seen a game like this at all from him. And it doesn't go, you know, only to him. The blame doesn't go only to him. Everybody else was bad. Like I said before, you got 0 of 7 from Max. You got 1, 1 of 6 from uh, Kyle, 0 of 4 from PJ. Um, Just like not to break it uh, all down to field goals, but, you know, all of that just kind of paints the picture for itself. You got completely uh, killed on the rebounding effort, at least while the game was actually still in balance. And the one thing that I'm going to nitpick about, maybe it's just because I'm a little bit, uh, you know, not in a great mood after having to sit through that entire game. But really, it struck me a little weird that they kind of gave up and waved the white flag as early as they did. Maybe it's me being a little naive, but I thought that kind of, just sitting out the starters with a few minutes to go in the third quarter, two, three minutes, however much it was, was a little weird to me. Maybe, maybe, you know, it's a good thing because we know that they, those guys need the rest, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you know, the Celtics came back from a similar deficit, similar deficit in a similar window of time last game. So, you know, again, that might be naive because this was really not their game at all. But uh, I'm like, you know, maybe wait till 10 minutes in the fourth quarter instead of like three minutes in the third. You got poor Gabe and Caleb and Duncan and Depot doing so much work out there. And by the way, those guys were good. You know, that's kind of been the opposite of what's happened this entire playoff run. You know, you got a lot of decent production from those guys. You know, some of it was when the game was already out of balance, like I said. But, you know, you got a big game from Depot. Caleb showed you some stuff. Duncan showed you some stuff towards the end. Um, the starters really were awful. And, you know, you just got to make sure it doesn't happen again. The series is back to being real.
Right. I know. Now everybody can feel that uncomfortable feeling in the pit of their stomach when you're not always up. It's uncomfortable again. That's what it is. Yep. And sometimes you have to comfort the disturb and disturb the comfort, the, the, the comfortable. So we'll, we'll see how the series goes. Um, I'm glad that you kind of started to go towards the bench because there are some positives to take from here. And just to piss off the most cynical of Heat fan that may be listening, we're going to finish this show on what positives we could take from this total, uh, complete disaster. When a disaster strikes in your home or business, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water Cleanup of Florida understands the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause. With over 60 years of combined experience, Michael Robert and their team is prepared to handle any size disaster. The guys are third-generation contractors in South Florida, so continuing to maintain their sterling reputation is extremely important to them. Their objective is to make the cleanup and insurance claim process painless and hassle-free. Water Cleanup of Florida is also a licensed building contractor, so they provide the A to Z service, one-stop shopping that busy homeowners and business owners require. There's no need to bring in any other contractors. They'll handle it all for you. Call Michael anytime on his personal cell, 954-579-0356. Again, that's Water Cleanup of Florida. Call Michael, 954-579-0356. If you got the schmutz like the Heat did in game four, Water Cleanup of Florida has the guts. Is there anything we need to read into about them putting Robert Williams on Jimmy? Like, is that something that is, first off, I guess we don't know if Robert Williams ass is going to even play in game five, but if let's just say he plays, um, is that something that you thought was calculated by Boston was just a product of the way that um, kind of the matchups worked out and Jimmy wasn't really looking for his offense. What did you make of that little bit? Uh, th- that I did see a slight adjustment there from Boston. You know, it's actually a good question because I feel like, you know, obviously that's something that we've seen coaches go to in previous playoff runs uh, when it comes to trying to make things harder on Jimmy. We know that he is somebody who wants to bully guys who are either his size or smaller and get into the paint, maybe get to the free throw line. And it's harder to do that when you have bouncy, athletic, strong centers like Robert Williams on you. And I think we, like I said, This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. 
Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. We saw that with Anthony Davis in the bubble, especially when the Lakers could focus all their defense on, you know, Jimmy, maybe if the Heat were healthy that season. I mean, that, that, that series, we would have seen some cons for the Lakers doing that, you know, another matchups but they were missing Bam and Goran at that time last year that team was just you know very weak compared to I think this team and and the bubble team when we saw Giannis matched up onto Jimmy and then we saw Embiid matched up onto Jimmy several times in the Sixers series and he he definitely won that one he he was dusting up Embiid and scoring on him with ease he I think it's somebody who could score on Horford or, or Tice with ease when he's feeling right the Robert Williams one is tricky I don't think it's a black or white type of thing. I think you can make things happen with other matchups if you have uh, Rob Williams focused on Jimmy, whereas like if you have Rob Williams uh, matched up onto PJ, he can easily just uh, cheat and help off the corner and easily recover because of how bouncy and athletic he is. He, he does a pretty good job recovering on those three-point contests for PJ Tucker. So he was definitely very impactful tonight. He wasn't the reason that the Celtics went up by as much as they did, but he was definitely you know, one of their better players tonight. They just got to do a much better uh, job, I think, uh, offensively when it comes to the process. Like, I think they were very hurried up in the beginning. They were not getting great shots. And then it just, you know, that stink just kind of kept piling up and becoming exponential. And really, they were a great first quarter team all season. And for most of this playoffs, they got, they get like, for as simple as it sounds, they cannot be starting off that way. And it really just kind of ate up into the rest of the game. They're not a team that is built to be playing back from big leads. Like, they're, they're just not built for that, especially with Tyler Hero off the floor. And I posted on our off the floor feed that, you know, in the playoffs, they've been a negative eight net, with net rating uh, with Tyler on the floor. And um, without him on the floor, I think it was 30. Yeah. So, obviously, that was before tonight. But regardless of that, you know, missing Tyler is still not a good thing. And you saw tonight the effect it could have when, you know, you have your starters not coming through, not being able to have a guy like Tyler there to come off and maybe help with the shooting, even though he's the struggle. Yeah, and the other thing here, like, this is a throwaway game for so many ways, especially from the starters. Like you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Bam Adebayo finished with nine points. Um, his prize picks number was 16 and a half. Uh, use the promo code five. Uh, it's literally daily fantasy made easy. You pick your favorite players, pick your stats, pick over and under uh, stack players together. You can win up to 10 times your money. Use the promo code five. Uh, download the app prize picks, go to prizepicks.com. They have a great desktop version as well. Uh, you're going to use the code five to double your initial deposit up to a hundred dollars. Um, and let's take some overs on, on some guys going into game five, but I went over on Bam Adebayo and did not hit that 16 and a half points. Um, but yeah, from the starters in this game, other than Jimmy, not looking right, I'm not going to take much from it. There's been many series where, uh, teams blow each other out either on the home floor in every game or road splits, et cetera. So this kind of stuff happens in playoff games. It is not foreign. You can, you know, go back to almost every single run and there, and there there's these kind of swings at least somewhere in the playoffs. So that doesn't really um, concern me a ton, Alex. This is the stuff I want to take from this game. Um, and I guess let's talk about how real any of it is. Oladipo looked great. 
he kept them alive early when it looked like they could even be alive. Um, finished with 23 on seven to 16 shooting, uh, six assists, four rebounds. He was really one of the only bright spots tonight. Tonight, I thought Caleb Martin came in and gave them good minutes at times. I'm done with Dwayne Dedman, frankly. Um, but the guy I want to hone in on here is Duncan Robinson because he finished four of eight from three, 14 points, got garbage time threes. But sometimes those rhythms can can get going here. Uh, what did you make of the bench guys, Depot, Duncan, and Caleb in particular? Uh, any of it that you think translates to game five? Because I do think Oladipo is becoming more and more of a factor in the series. But what what did you make of the bench unit tonight? Like I said, um, you know, some of it was when the game was really out of balance. But, you know, even the Celtics were playing their starters when the game was, when, you know, when the Heat starters had been out. So some of the stuff that they were doing was definitely, you know, very impressive to me if you're just going to talk about what you can take away from a positive angle because you know depot getting going as a scorer against a good defense is definitely a good thing you know you feel good about having an extra weapon there because he hasn't really shown that as far as being a guy who can actually put up buckets for you that isn't just fitting in to to the offense right i think a lot of it tonight was self-created he was doing you know he was the only one out there in the first half who looked like he really wanted to shoot the ball it was it, it was, I don't know what was going on with that starting lineup. I mean, Max was not shy, but that starting lineup was just very hesitant, very passive from the start. And when Depot came in, he just said, okay, this is going to be my time to shine. I'm going to show everybody that I can still do this. And he really showed you something tonight because he, a lot of the stuff he was doing, like you said, in the first quarter was way before the game was out of hand, even though they were getting thrown out from the start, it was still very early. The Caleb stuff, like he, he Gave you, he gave you good minutes, man. He was playing great defense. He was out there hustling for offensive rebounds. You know, gives you a couple of jumps, gives you an and one, just kind of doing Caleb things. And he was out there for too long, just like he was. I think Gabe didn't have a strong night, but, it, you know, obviously it was not his fault. And to finish off with Duncan, you know, I'm glad that he saw some threes go through, for sure. And I think this was my broadcast, too. It's just if they're going to go to him again, like let's say Tyler doesn't play again next game or whatever, and Duncan is back to being given the, the, the similar type of minutes he was given tonight, you know, he's seen some threes go through now. And not to try to give him excuses or anything, but it would be nice if he could get, you know, get that at home when the game is still in balance. You know, hopefully you don't have a terrible start the way you did. But uh, I think the bench did as good as they could have tonight. The one trend that I think is the interesting takeaway um, from this game is just how many mid-range shots the Celtics have forced the Heat into. And uh, I mentioned that before the series that they're, you know, one of the best in the league at giving up a whole lot of mid-range, but defending it at a really high level. And they gave up a lot in the first two games, but the number has climbed by, um, you know, it's climbed significantly over the past two games in Boston, about the amount of mid-range shots the Heat are, are taking, and that's without Tyler Hero on the floor tonight. So that's the one thing that I think has fallen right for the Celtics as far as their game plan working. The Heat are getting a good amount of shots at the Rayman from three, but if it's, you know, that pie, that shot profile pie for the Heat is very much leaning towards the mid-range shots. And we know they have guys who can hit it. They've won other games, including game one of this series, off those mid-range shots. but. It's a very, um, I think, unconventional shot diet to have now, especially, you know, for this team, because that's not necessarily how they played. You know, that's kind of more the way the Phoenix Suns played this season. That's, but 
So I think now you just go back and you feel good about the bench. You feel good that you're not most likely not going to get a terrible performance from your starting group like that again in this entire playoff run. So, like I said, best of best of three going back home. You got two of them, two of three at home. It's it's up to you now. You know what I'm saying? If you're the Heat, it's up to you now. You're right. You do control your destiny to the point that that one seed matters. Uh, Boston didn't shoot particularly well. 23% from three, 39% from the field. Still beat Miami 102 to 82. Uh, A couple of things we just have to call out because this is just, um, you know, you can't go the episode without mentioning no rebounds, no rings. 60 to 39 was the disadvantage. Miami put themselves in from the on, on the glass. And then this is the big one. Celtics shot 38 free throws. Miami shot 14 free throws. Jason Tatum shot 16 free throws by himself. That is just absolutely ridiculous. So the the Heat had a lot of stuff going against them, but um, I do have to say that. Well, the rebounds are are their fault, but those two are the biggest numbers from this whole game. Maybe we waited too long to mention it. Yeah, no, you brought it up. But, I mean, it's effort and intensity. So that's what comes back for game five. They got it in their building. Uh, we'll see if Marcus Smart is healthy enough to play. We'll see how Robert Williams looked. He was, like, limping around, and they, like, were trying to get a timeout to get him out of the game. I don't know how that's going to play out, so we'll see there. Um, and then, obviously, we'll see if Tyler Hero's available as well as Jimmy Butler's effectiveness because I think that that's going to be probably the biggest thing that we're going to look at in game five. Um So we'll have you covered uh, for the rest of this week. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, Make sure you check out uh, Post Up 5R on 5 Reasons YouTube channel, as well as Before Floor, one hour before every heat game on 5 Reasons uh, YouTube channel. Thanks and good night. Damn, that game sucked. Thank you for listening to the 5 on the Floor on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.